This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Hi, it's Claire Kimball here, the founder of The Squiz. This week marks six years of putting out The Squiz Today podcast and I just wanted to say a huge thank you for listening. If you love what we do, and we hope you do, please tell your friends about us. It's all the birthday present we could ever need. Good morning, I'm Larissa Moore. And I'm Claire Kimball. It's Wednesday the 27th of July. In your squiz today, players boycott Manly's Pride jersey, Europe's gas supply issues, criminal monkey behaviour, and how to improve a strawberry. This is your squiz today. Seven Manly Sea Eagles NRL players will boycott their game against the Roosters on Thursday night over the club's decision to have the team wear a rainbow pride jersey. While coach Des Hasler apologised yesterday for the significant mistake made by the club to not consult players about plans to wear the jersey, the rest of the team will go ahead with wearing it. Claire, it's front page news. Take us through it. Des Hasler, who is one of those legends of NRL, was widely praised yesterday. He and his coaching team were unaware of the club's plans to have the players wear a gay pride jersey for their match tomorrow night. Uh, Most of the players have embraced it, but there are some issues with seven players saying that they won't wear it and they won't play uh, because it's incompatible with their religious and personal beliefs. There's a rule in NRL that the team can't wear two different jerseys, so those players can't play if they're not going to wear the kit that the team has sanctioned. What Hasler said yesterday was that he felt for that group because their spirituality is a central part of their well-being, but he also didn't back away from the aim of promoting inclusiveness. He apologised for the confusion, discomfort and pain for many people. This is the quote, in particular those groups whose human rights we were in fact attempting to support. The wider context here, Claire, is also that the NRL is considering holding a Pride round in the future and with up to 45% of players in the NRL of Islander backgrounds with strong religious beliefs about sexuality, we could see more boycotts like this in the future. Yeah, it really is an issue that will be discussed more in that sport. Ian Roberts, who is a manly legend, also the first NRL player to come out as gay, he did that back in 1995, says that it's a discussion that has to be had. He's also praised the club for taking the step, but says that the NRL needs to do more to address the issue. A spokesperson from the Christian lobby said that it's not inclusive to force someone to wear a political symbol. From the top of the NRL, the sports chairman, Peter Volandis, has said that the message has to be that it doesn't matter who you are, we are treated equally. So very likely more to come on this one. As for the jersey that the Manly players will wear for their game against the Roosters tomorrow night, it has now sold out. Over to Western Australia, a woman called Margaret Dale Hawke has been charged with the murders of her three children in a fire at their home. It's a tragedy that has rocked the Port Hedland community. Yeah, it has. Hawke was not required to enter a plea yesterday. Uh, She's been charged with three counts of murder and one count of causing criminal damage by fire. She was taken into custody last week by police after they found the bodies of the children who are aged between 10 years old and five months uh, inside the family home. It's unknown whether the children were dead before the fire or whether they were killed in that blaze. 
the family have spoken of their shattering loss. They've also asked the public to respect the ongoing investigation, which police say is expected to take some time. If you feel like everyone is sick with some kind of lurgy at the moment, you're not far wrong. Researchers who can see COVID antibodies in blood donations estimate that at least 46% of Australians have been infected with COVID-19 by early June. What researchers have done have grabbed a sample of blood tests and they've run it through for the markers of COVID-19 and that's how they've come to at least 46% of us having had a case of COVID by early June. Uh, that's up from 17% in late February. What the researchers say is that's down to the international border reopening, us getting around a lot more with the relaxation of restrictions like mask wearing, for example. Uh, Also that we've gone into winter and our behaviour has changed. We're inside a lot more. Dorothy Makalek from the Kirby Institute, which has done this research, says that the rise isn't unexpected given Omicron is particularly transmittable, uh, but it does seem like a big increase. The other insight from this research is that if you haven't had COVID, they reckon there's actually a good chance that you have because about 40% of confirmed cases are asymptomatic. Overseas, Ukraine is accusing Russia of waging a gas war against Europe as the Nord Stream 1 pipeline from Russia to Germany drops to around 40% capacity. Russia says it's maintenance, but Ukraine's President Volodymyr Zelensky has called it gas blackmail. Yeah, and it's got even worse yesterday with that pipeline being cut to 20% of capacity. Uh, They say maintenance issues. Europe says that's rubbish. They say that actually it is down to Russia playing games with the energy supply for Europe. Uh, It's an issue, of course, because they're about to head into winter and there's already been issues with securing enough energy to power electricity electricity grids and heating systems and manufacturing and just everything that you need energy for. Uh, So lots of concern there. What's happened overnight is the European Union has got together and they've agreed across that block to cut their gas consumption by 15% over the next seven months. There were a lot of exemptions, though. It is a complicated situation in that block with different countries having different needs, access and supply issues. Hungary was the only country to oppose the deal altogether. It's a country that has close ties to Russia. This week, our podcast is brought to you by Aware Super. Sometimes it can feel like retirement is a long way off, but whether it's two years or 20 years away, it's important to make sure your super fund is working for you. Aware Super is one of Australia's largest super funds and offers heaps of free tools and tips on its website for Aussies looking to get their super sorted and put a plan in place for their retirement. Read the PDS and TMD at aware.com.au. To the animal world, monkeys have a bit of a reputation for being mischievous, but for the Japanese town of Yamaguchi, there's a bunch of monkey attacks that are bordering on criminal. They're causing a whole lot of chaos, Claire. Yeah, there's been 42 people who have been attacked uh, in recent weeks. That includes children and the elderly. Uh, They're falling victim to scratching and biting assaults. Uh, What authorities say is that these Japanese macaque monkeys uh, could be a gang that are actually getting around (laughs) uh, or it could just be one 
bad egg in the group. <laughs> so they're really trying their best to work out what's happening. They've laid traps and that's been unsuccessful. Uh, they've also got patrols and that has failed to stop the attacks as well. Uh, the next stop is to get out there with some tranquilizer guns. Sounds like something out of a very bad movie. They're also breaking into apartments. They're opening sliding doors, coming in through the open windows. Macaque monkeys were once considered a vulnerable species, but the numbers have recently increased. And with increasing urbanisation and more monkeys, this kind of interspecies conflict is going to happen more frequently. Now, strawberries are generally considered pretty good, as they are. They're Australia's third most popular fruit. I'm a fan. But apparently, they can get even better. It's strawberries that taste and smell like a pina colada, Claire. Not quite sure about this. I think the strawberry daiquiri (laughs) route would have been a bit more obvious. But yeah, what some researchers have done is that they've developed a strawberry and it tastes and smells like a pina colada. If you like, you know, pina coladas and walking Walking in the rain, rain. (laughs) It could be a thing. And strawberries. The song might need a a revamp. Uh, There's two new species. One's a white strawberry that's white inside with pale skin and red seeds. And there's a pink one that's peachy pink with white flesh. Both have this incredibly intense aroma, apparently. They're not named yet, but they are ready to be commercialised. So uh, keep an eye out on your supermarket shelves for those ones. Squiz the day, Claire. What are you taking note of today? The latest inflation numbers are out today. Of course, if you're an economics nerd, that's something you'll be really looking out for. I have a feeling we might be talking about it tomorrow. We will see. For me, it is Victory Day in North Korea. That marks the end of the Korean War back in 1953. So it's one of those days we can expect a lot of parades and a lot of marching with leader Kim Jong-un looking on. That's all from us today. Have a good Wednesday. Happy Hump Day. And we will be back with you tomorrow. G'day, Kate Watson here. I'm the host of Weekly Wrap and News Club, a place for conversations about the news. It's budget week, so I'm here to tell you about our News Club episode from last week where Claire chatted with James Chessel. He's the former Managing Director of Publishing at Nine Entertainment. He was also a staffer earlier in his career, so they have a good chat about how the budget sausage is made. Here's a small snippet. The most important policy or set of policies the government will announce every year. So it's important that it's not um, announced willy-nilly, although mm. they do leak <laughs> a, a fair amount of it. Yeah. And there is a famous time when uh, when um, Laurie Oakes, the nine journalist, got his hand on the budget papers b- the day before the budget and was it's able to such print. such an incredible story. Was able to print a lot of it, um, which was, you know, absolutely amazing. Um, <laughs> but the other thing is... A lot of what the Treasurer will announce has the ability to move markets, yeah. um, direct impact on on businesses and, and other organisations. So, you know, there does need to be some rigour and uh, confidence that it will be handed, handled in an appropriate, appropriate way. For more on that chat, just search for News Club in your podcast app or follow the link in your episode notes.